Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? It's called Work Smarter, Not Hotter. Ever heard of it? Do these voices sound weird to you guys? We have a guest today. We have a guest, a lovely guest. It's not her first time with us. She did a couple of episodes about a year ago when we were just figuring out how to podcast. So she's back. Connie Marks. Hello, my amigas. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Happy to be back. She's also fresh off the boat from a trip to Portugal. Oh, yes. She's got a nice tan on her. (laughs) I made sure that I came back with a tan. I see it. <laughs> it's like I'm not it. going back unless I have a tan. She did both O Continent mm-hmm. and San Miguel, which is great because we're always talking about the differences between the two places. So that's cool that you'll have perspective on both. We're going to ask you about your trip. But as Kelly said, we're going to work smarter, not harder. <laughs> What we've done is we've asked AI, specifically ChatGPT, we've asked AI to come up with a list of questions for you about your trip to Portugal. We've grouped them into a few categories. There's some that are just general questions. And then we asked it to come up with some funny questions. So we'll see how artificial intelligence humor is. And then we asked it some questions from the perspective of being a first gen Portuguese American returning to the homeland, quote unquote. So so we'll get some (laughs) questions from that perspective as well. So are you ready ready? for it? I'm ready for it. (laughs) Sock it to me, AI. (laughs) I it's even the AI is Portuguese. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like you're on a job interview? (laughs) A little bit, yeah. All right. So the first question that AI has come up with for us is the Azores, Madeira, and the mainland all offer distinct experiences. Which parts of Portugal did you visit and how did they differ? So just tell us where you went on this trip so that people can get their bearings. So uh, the start of the trip, we flew from Boston to Lisbon, took the train to Coimbra, which is very well known for their university. And then from there, took another train to Curia, C-U-R-I-A. Got to be easy on the pronunciation, Curia. <laughs> uh, I confused it for a little while. I was definitely pronouncing Korea. Um, <laughs> so it's Curia. And we stayed, was at Curia Palace. That's where uh, my friend was getting married. And then from there, we went to the Portu Airport. Also, mainland is like Portu. And I'm like, uh, we're going to Port. <laughs> the taxi <laughs> to, the, to the airport, I'm like, Port, please. <laughs> From the Port airport to Ponte Delgada, San Miguel. This is my own question, not AI, but in Coimbra, did you happen to visit the home of the dead Queen Inej over there, whatever the Font das Lagrimas? No. And actually, we're listening to, because that, that episode was what, a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So listen, I was like, oh, I have to remember to do that. We could have done, like, we should have stayed in, in Put and, like, given ourselves, like, a day to, to explore Coimbra. We, we didn't plan accordingly. Uh, so unfortunately, we didn't even get to explore Coimbra. 
And that they have like the university, the library, everybody talks about it. And on the hours long train ride, everybody's like, oh, you're going to Queenstown? Definitely check this out and that out. I'm like, yes, absolutely. We didn't. (laughs) So we're definitely going to have to go back. I want to see with the lagrimas. Is it Feina? Is that that the queen? Feina Inez. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. So what did you what did you visit? Like what did you get to see in Ports? In Ports, we did the Six Bridge tour, um, which is right on the Ghebera Dur. Yes, the Dura River. That was incredible. What Homs Pink? Anybody a uh, Friends fan? The the show the Friends. Show Friends? Yeah. yeah. So you know the um in Monica in Monica's apartment, how it, there's a Homs Pint, Ramos Pinto. It's like a picture hanging on uh, in the apartment. They, that's a winery on the Duro River, and it's huge. So we're on this boat and looking, and uh, you know, my boyfriend's like, "Look, it's Homs Pint," and I was like, "Oh, that's they're known for for their wine, it's ports, right? Port wine." So it's yeah. a bunch of wineries. Um, it's a lot of like cruise boats that they do that they go and like hit up all the wineries. Um, so that was really cool. I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's the real life Pint. Like that's where it all originated. So I'm not recalling this from friends. So how Same. did you like, make that connection? Because it's Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that it's like, it's a very distinct picture. I mean, you could, I'm sure you could Google it. If you just Google Pint, it's going to show it up. And then you can check that uh, on friends. I'm Googling it right now. You Google it and you try to show it so I can see it. <laughs> Exactly. There it is, the black one. Oh, wow. I would have not picked up on that. It looks like it's like in her bedroom, right? She has that in the background. I would have never in a million never. years picked up on that. So that we did that tour. Their meal, I guess, they're, they're, what they're known for is called the Francesinha. People are hardcore about this. It's like we passed by a restaurant that was just named Francesinha. <laughs> so it was like that's their their most popular dish. Um, so we tried that after the the river the tour. How was it? I've seen that dish. Yeah, it was delicious. Um, so I guess we're in Coimbra. My mother in law took the kids while we were at the wedding to the Coimbra Mall, and she tried a Francesinha there in comparison to the one that we had in Port. Uh, she said that this one was a little more spicy. She's not really a fan of spicy, but um, as far as it was all the same meat, it's like ham. And I didn't, I didn't enjoy. There was like a sliced hot dog, and then I was like, we could have done without that. We don't eat like this is not Portuguese. This yeah. is not Chinese. Why do we have a hot dog in here? But okay, <laughs> I will immerse myself in the culture. Minus the hot dog, it was delicious. And it's just, to me, it's, it's pão, queijo, all the meats you can think of. And then they put a mule over it, don't they? Yeah. And so you're just. "Hmm, hmm." When I went to San Miguel in August, one of the supermarkets, there was an entire aisle of jarred hot dogs. Like, just like. Oh. (laughs) No, I don't want anything to do with that. So they must be really into the hot dogs out there. I don't know. (laughs) That's what they purchased to then make the Francesinhas in casa. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. 
Oh, that's great. So AI's next question was Portuguese cuisine is famous for its delicious flavors. What were some of your favorite dishes or local foods that you tried while in Portugal? So you just answered that for us. <laughs> yep, that was amazing. And also because I was in Ports, I wanted the port wine. I mean, I don't know what kind it was. But it was just like, it was delicious. And I'm not an avid port wine drinker, but like, you know, I enjoy wine and such dessert wine. It's a little sweeter. And because where we were and everything, um, it, it was really good. It was one of the better port wines I had. And I don't know if it was just, you know, vacation mode, everything tastes a little better, but it was, it was really good. The trip that I have upcoming to Portugal in November, originally we were going to fly in through Lisbon and drive up to Port. So I was doing a little research in that area, but we're not going to make it there on this trip. I saw a winery there and it was called like the Ferrero winery, like a big Fred yep. on the top. Did yes. You- yes. We passed by that on the, on the river. The tour is you're on this big boat and it's the six bridge tour. There's just six ginormous bridges all along the river and it's automated like the, the information, but as you're passing, you know, so you're going down one side, you start in the middle and you're going down one side and it tells you about random buildings. Like there was a castle, one used to be a school, uh, the wineries. So one of them was the beta. Yeah. And I think they sell like for wine like here right yeah oh yeah i've seen the bottle (laughs) yeah i've seen the bottle like a source (laughs) (laughs) that one just stuck out to me because i sent it to kelly as soon as i saw it i was like oh kelly look it's a freda winery i gotta go there for you uh marks is uh the engineers and like construction um in san miguel and i was like i'm coming here i got a job this is my company (laughs) So AI would like to know, were there any unexpected challenges or surprises you encountered during your travels in Portugal? How did you handle them? Originally, we're like, oh, we're going to hit up Coimbra because we had, when we, uh, we arrived early on Friday morning, so we were attending a wedding. So we had the welcome dinner at night. So like, we still have like the whole day. We can stop and just, you know, it's only 30 minutes, whatever we can get there. It, it, nothing went to plan, not in a terrible way, but just like we didn't realize how much time everything was going to take. So our plan was, to, oh, we'll catch the train. Well, our our day, our full day that was supposed to be spent in Put was it took us five hours to get to there get to Put. Yes, from thirty minutes away. Well, no, Put <laughs> was was more was more than that, but like from Curia to Coimbra was a 30 minute uh, cab ride. So that that was okay, but you also had to call the cab and then wait because our location was more remote. You know, we spent we lost a, an entire half of a day traveling on on these just switching planes and trying to figure out where we're going and making sure we get off on the right stop. When you look at it, it actually was AI was used to plan the trip. So like we got there <laughs> but it would have been like, okay, why don't you just book a car service to drive you directly? Because then you'll get there in you know an hour and a half as opposed to five hours. And also, uh, there happened to be um, a strike with the the train systems that started on the day that we got there. Oh, <laughs> oh so no. when we were leaving Boots, we ended up having to. We got off on the last stop, and there was supposed to be another train. And when we got there, the guy was like, nope. And we had to call an Uber. That one oh. we called an Uber because we didn't, we didn't even know how to call the taxi from where we were. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So because of the, the location where, you know, where our hotel was, it was more remote. So I feel like that was just a little more challenging to get to where we had to go. I feel like Portugal or Portuguese people in general, it's kind of like time is made up. Not, it's a made yeah. up. Thing. No, no, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a time is just the number. It's not a thing that they actually <laughs> keep time, you know? Yes, you're absolutely correct. Another prasa. Nobody's in a rush to get anything or do anything, go anywhere. Just oh, it's okay. Yeah, not like here. No, <laughs> not <Yeah>. like here. <laughs> Did you have any memorable experiences or encounters with a local? <laughs> with a local? Are we talking mainland? Um, yeah, let's talk mainland here because obviously we know that you were very encountered with the locals yes. in some <laughs> very, very much. Yeah, I was, I almost became a local. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this wasn't my uh, direct encounter, which at the time it was, it was just because it was late. So at the time it wasn't too funny, but now we can look back and laugh. <laughs> when we arrived at the last stop and we then needed to call an Uber. Uh, my friend's family, my family, we both called our separate Ubers to head back to the same hotel. They called theirs first as we were on our way. We called ours. Ours arrived. We're like, hey, guys, like, we'll see you in a few, um, you know, a half hour drive. <laughs> and so we're getting, we're almost approaching the hotel. And I get a text message from my friend. She's like, so, yeah, we're just getting in our Uber now. We're on our way because the first Uber, uh, the guy showed up and there was a language barrier we're trying to explain. And he basically said, like, oh, no, I can't leave the city. <laughs> like, why, though? And they, they could because of the language. Like, he literally was just like, no, can't leave city. But yeah, so at the time I was like, oh my God, my friend and her family, like there's kids, like we shouldn't have left them. And, you know, especially because of the language, somebody who spoke Portuguese should have stayed with them. So I was going to ask you that the friends that you went with, neither one of them speak Portuguese? Nope. I have a couple of questions. Not really necessary for you, Connie. (laughs) I guess for this Uber driver. (laughs) Why are you an Uber driver if you can't leave the city? (laughs) Correct. So also, um, after the fact, when we were discussing it, uh, my boyfriend was like, oh, well, like, maybe it was like he realized that it was too far away. But then don't accept the ride. Correct. It tells you the, the destination, right? Yeah. So why did he show up there? I don't know. And like, they got <laughs> in the vehicle. They got in the vehicle. And then when it was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> um, it's like, whoa, did he have an ankle bracelet on? That's where my mind went immediately. Yeah, for sure. I was that like, was, he had that's... an ankle bracelet. He's on parole. He's trying to make some money. He's just staying in the city during. It's new. It's not the job for you then. I'm sorry. No, no. You can't date. <laughs> All right. I, lo- I like this next AI question. I don't know if you're going to have an experience that fits this <laughs> but we're gonna ask it because <laughs> you never know <laughs> did you have any encounters with wildlife or experience nature in a unique way during your trip to portugal nature i guess if you want to call it nature so when we arrived in Avedo, Avedo might have been the last stop whatever it doesn't matter the last stop where we had to then get off the train with Eight, eight people, uh, and I believe 11 pieces of luggage. 
again, uh, remember that I said we didn't uh, plan uh, properly. We thought we we had all our I's dotted and T's crossed, but we didn't. <laughs> um, we were trouncing around the city of Korea to get to the resort. By the time we arrived, I mean, we had driven the, one of the suitcase wheels broke because of the incessant cobblestone. We went over train tracks, realized we were going the wrong way, went back over the oh. other <laughs> I arrived to the because it was for a wedding. One of my friends was outside and she's like, hi. I was like, can't right now. I just have to like mentally digress from this. And I also need a shower and I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> so um nature, yeah, yeah. We uh, we explored some terrain trying to get there. You needed some like off-road vehicle wheels <laughs> on those luggages. It was serious. Yeah, and like we should have just been like, oh yes, let's get a you know, from where get to whatever train station and then get a car to transport us to where we had to go. That would have been the smarter way. But you live and learn. Next time I travel, man, I am gonna be so organized. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking all the notes from my trip for when I go out there, you know. I think I saw all your luggages in your story. I think you Yeah, and trying to get <laughs> trying to get that in the train because the trains are like they're tight. And this was an actual train, not like a subway thing. So it was like, these are, I mean, we left for 17 days. My mala was ground and bzzzed. And I'm just like oh, trying man. to buzz everything in. And the trains, the doors started closing. And at the time it was, uh, my boyfriend was in there receiving. I'm like throwing them to him as he's trying to make room because there's no room. And it started closing and like fear just took over. And we had two more carry-ons and I grabbed the carry-on, threw it, grabbed the other carry-on with my left hand, grabbed my best friend with my right and like, yep, canna. A la okay. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine like our whole fa- like my family and friends are on this, this train with all our luggage and we're, d- if it closes, what do we do? Right. Nothing. Yeah. You're done. You're, you're done. We're stuck there. And I was like, yes. not today, job, not today. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> We're never doing this again. Ever. No. Ever doing this again. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. We rented a car for our trip. So I'm very glad that we made that yeah. choice. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Um, as far as animals, not so much mainland, but um in the island. So they don't have seagulls. And I don't know if there's an actual name in English for them, but they're kagosh. <laughs> not to be confused with Kagong, oh, Kaganeda, Kagongs, and they are the seagulls that are of of the island, and they make the craziest sound. They come out at night; they're nocturnal, so they come out at night, and they are just having a fascia with each other. It was baffling to me. I was just basking in how remote, like where our location was, how remote it was, and. I thought it was the coolest thing because I had never heard the sounds before, but it was it was amazing. And my father was explaining to me, oh, yeah, they come out at night time. You see, oh, look, look, it's like they're talking. Like, yeah, <laughs> it is. 
So that terrifies me because I think of when I stay there and the there's no screens on the windows. They just have Mm-mm. the little shutters that open up and you leave them open yep. at night because there's no AC and everything's so exactly. hot. You got to like leave some air. So the yeah. cabone's going to come right in. Oh, know? it's coming right in. <laughs> and you can go. Just crazy. That was really As good. long as you can't catch rabies, it's fine. <laughs> That's all I worry about. You're not going to catch rabies. It's okay. <laughs> I love this one, this next one from AI, because it just seems like they are out of touch. AI is out of touch? Yeah, it seems off. So many people dream of traveling to Portugal, but may have concerns about safety or communication. <laughs> what advice would you give to potential travelers to address these concerns? Is there a safety issue? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The man who canceled the Uber didn't explain uh, why he couldn't leave the city. Could have been a felon. I don't know. Uh, Safety concerns? No. No, they are. uh, Portugal? No. They're uh, they're very relaxed. (laughs) Have you seen these videos that were circulating like Instagram and TikTok of this Italian woman in Italy? And she just goes around like the heavily tourist areas and she yells out about pickpockets and she just goes, attenzione, pickpocket, attenzione, pickpocket. <laughs> and she like points out who's pickpocketing. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw one video just the other day. They were on a train. But I didn't know it was a thing. So it's a thing. It's like there's a one specific woman, but I think it's like kind of catching on now as a trend. But there's one like older woman and she's like made it her mission to stop pickpocketing. Oh my god, that's awesome. We need the Portuguese version. Attention! Pickpocket! We're boarding as unspeeders! Five years ago when I was in Lisbon, that was a thing. I forgot about that. I guess again, because this trip we were we were further removed from all of that. But yeah, I, I remember like making sure that my purse was zipped and if I had pockets, like it, nothing, even my phone, like my shirt was tucked over it so I could feel it. But yeah, that, I guess that's really a thing. I was never a victim, thankfully. And I, when we were there, we were everywhere. We were walking around. We enjoyed all of the things. So nothing happened. But And I feel like that's definitely more of like a big city thing versus like, you're not going to be worried about pickpockets when you're walking through these little villages with my malas (laughs) so i felt very safe even being far away oh oh so this one's kind of a fun one so this is the last question from the general section that i'm going to ask that ai came up with portugal is known for their traditional handicrafts and souvenirs did you bring back any special keepsakes from your trip and if so what do they mean to you (laughs) good ad so personal (laughs) Actually, I should have brought it up. Uh, I bought a, a fan. Well, because uh, obviously the Portuguese tile, right? Love it. The blues. I just, I love, I love all the, the things that is Portuguese tiles. It's one of my favorites. That and lemons. It's just like my new jam. Um, and cork, right? Like they, nowadays you can get cork flooring and everything's just like all beautiful and made of cork and it's light and durable. Um, so I have a shade color. So I bought a little fan. And actually, you know, like when you're in the Misa and you're hot, you go to this. I bought one just for fun because when you opened it up, it was all 
blue and white tile-esque and made oh. a cohort. So I was like, these are two of my things that I really enjoy. Oh, I like that. Yep. Also, our malas were packed to the max. Like you did not, we did not have much room for anything, <laughs> not even what was already in there. So I had to pick and choose. Uh, so for mainland was that. Um, and of course, since I am a Benfica true and true, right. I got a, a keychain because again, I could fit that in my, my purse. <laughs> uh, it's a C for Connie and has a little Benfica thing. Oh, those were my, my souvenirs actually for my, my bestie's daughter. I got her, um, you know, the. They're just like the little stuffies that have like the big eyes that are like gens almost. Mm-hmm. Was a uh, uh, Ugal Barcelos, and that was that was at the airport in Port. And I, I was walking by, and it was in the window. I was like, "Oh, that is cute." Ugal Barcelos, like a like so this cute. Like a with stuffy, the eyes, yeah. like, oh, it was the cutest thing. So I got that for her. That was fun. And then, of course, in San Miguel, uh, the the shirt with the vacana that says it's <laughs> <laughs> that's for my i got it for my daughter they didn't have my size if they had my size i would have bought it because <laughs> okay <laughs> my mom would always bring back so many of those shirts back with the cows yeah. on that yep they all just like have different sayings yeah yeah yep let's get into our quote-unquote funny questions or questions that AI thinks are funny to ask I'm you about your it. trip. Drumroll, please. Did you attempt to dance the traditional Portuguese folk dance, the Vida, and did you manage to keep up with the local? <laughs> the Vida? Like, what the fuck is... That's what I that, thought with the Vida, but I've thinking. never heard it called the Vida. The Vida. It has to be because, like, it's like folklore. It's ting, 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 and you're doing your, your things, and then it's Vida. And you do, you have to change direction because right. you're always going in a circle. Okay, so no, I mean, I didn't have the traditional uh, <laughs> on, but I was at a wedding, and you bet your sweet self, I was dansant. I learned something from AI because I had no idea it was called the Vida. The Vida. No. Okay, Karina, but we, we're going to fact check that. Yeah, we do. We okay, do have right. fact check. <laughs> well, Kelly said know. she pulled up Vida. Yeah. And that's I don't want to click on the YouTube video while we're recording, <laughs> but in the YouTube video, it looks like they're doing that. So yeah. <laughs> it's not a thousand. I'm not 100%. Folklore. I always just called it the folklore dancing. Yeah. Uh, I feel like folklore is like the name of the group, right? Yeah. Not the name of the dance. Uh, right. Yeah, so You're right. There's so many different songs that they dance to. So that specific one must be Vida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I dance everywhere all the time anyway. Oh, I dance with uh, the bride's friend. Um, she's American. She didn't never been to Portugal before, and there was a Portuguese song on. And I was like, "Girl, you want to count to three? Let's do this." That's the one criteria. Do you know how to count to three? (laughs) (laughs) Every time I've danced that with somebody, you have to say out loud the one, two, three. Oh, absolutely! One, two, three. One, two, three. Thousand percent. Yep. And I'm like, 
one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, uh, because the uh <laughs> is your foot going out to then change direction. One, two, three, uh, one, two, three, uh. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> You have to just, you just have to kind of push them along a little. You just got to strong arm them into pushing them where you want them to go. But I don't know why, like, you know, Zumba is a thing. I don't know why Portuguese dance, like that is the most intense cardio workout I've ever uh, completed ever. Anytime I dance to a Portuguese song at a wedding or any kind of function, I am done after that. I have to rest. We got to get that on the Peloton. You got to trademark that. Trademark that. You heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, AI says Portugal is known for its delicious pastries, like the pastel de nata. Did you have a, quote, too many pastries, end quote, moment during your trip? And if so, how did you recover? Uh, The answer is sing snood AI. (laughs) Uh, I was on vacation. Um, so I made it a point to absolutely have, even if I didn't, I had dessert with every meal. I had, had a boule d'ananas, definitely, uh, pastais nata, pastais lait, um, oh a rouge douce. So for the wedding, this was a four course meal. And, and this was not, oh, it's so fancy and little. These were, your portions were hefty, okay? And there was a palate cleanser prior to your your meat. It was just, it was all the things. And the second boule de neuve was, was served, so the wedding cake was served, they cleaned up and then brought up this massive, I mean massive table. I have pictures I'm going to have to show you. Massive table full of all different kinds of cakes cheese crackers some kind of there was like meats and like fish thing not sardines but like some kind of fish thing i'm like what is happening fruit so much fruit so much food and i stopped because also um they anytime you take a sip of wine uh from from your cup uh somebody's behind you some waiter is just behind you filling it up so you have no (laughs) way of knowing how much wine you consume throughout the night uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a little dangerous, but also very fun. You only had one glass. You only had one glass. Oh, just And it was just absurd to me. Like, who is going to eat this? Like, who? We all, everybody here just had a four-course meal and, and cake. Wedding cake was served. Nobody wants any of this. And my friend had said, the bride, she kept saying, she's like, there's going to be so much food. I just don't know. I don't know why. Like, they won't let me change it. That's their, by default, their basic package. Oh, my God. That You can't cut that out. Yeah. One of my, one of my friends ends up taking a plate of food, uh, like fruit and stuff for breakfast the next day. So like, <laughs> like, that was smart. Very smart. Here, like an American wedding, like you're nickel and diamond for every piece of food and you're paying by the piece and by the everything that you choose. So there it's just like, oh, all the food. Yeah. And and like subremeza, like a, a, all the desserts you could think of. So, so yes, I I loved up on dessert. I have no regrets. No regrets. Uh, no regrets <laughs> for desserts, man. I'm here for it. <laughs> it yeah, there's amazing. no such thing as too many pastries, yeah. AI. Yeah. 
<laughs> one of the restaurants in uh, San Miguel is owned by my, one of my best friend's uncle. Um, they make um, the pastized late. And we were there the first time we went. We ended up going back a second time. So the food was amazing. Um, they were closing and they just brought out this Trivasa full of Kejada's late. And I was so full, but they were so good. Like, all right, we're going to be sick tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I had like three more because it was amazing. So what's your understanding? Because I've always called that a Kejada. Mm-hmm. To me, they're all quejadas. Everything is, it's all quejada to but me. But each, so yes, to me all as well. I just know because I remember I, it was just there and on the, the menu for, it was like, uh, I think they had a rouge douce, ananage, and mm-hmm. pastized uh, lait. I, I believe, I don't know what the difference is. I know I nata know is with a cream, but then for me, like a quejada is quejada with cheese. I don't think so. Right? Okay, shadows are not made with cheese. I think like the nata, then this is my understanding. I think the nata and like the kejava is the one with like the it, I don't think it's caramel, right? But like the kejada de nata. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. Kejada is a, a pashta and then the other one's pashtai delay. What's a pashtai? I think it doesn't have it cuz my mom makes ones that doesn't have that swirl <laughs> yeah like, like, the, the, like the browning almost yeah yeah, so yeah. Is that the list one like you hit it with like a creme brulee torch or something right, like, like, right. Yeah. so that's custard yeah. custard queja so it's quejada's nata nata is like the cream so that would be the custard but then a like in lisbon i don't know you must go so there's the tour it's like the tower that's right on on the coastline um and then it's pastized belin you go in there and you, you're seated, you order, and you sit down, and they bring it to you warm. It's one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced in my life. Oh, I highly man. recommend going to do that. Definitely put that on your list of things to do. I will. I will. I will. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to, like, research and, like, know what are these things? Why? Yeah. And each, each frazia has a different, like, quesadas de Villafranca, quesadas de Like, What's the difference? Gracias. Yeah. Graciosa is shaped like a like a star, and that one looks uh, different. But they're all okay. I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Okay. Villa Franca has like the powdered sugar on top. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I get disappointed when my mom makes it, and it's not the like the Kijala Kijala. The real, like our real yeah, ones, like, right? Our real ones. It'll be What's like, this? oh my god, what this is, is not this? <laughs> Uh, in San Miguel on the Avenida, like we were centrally located to literally just cross the street and we had all the restaurants and everything. And there's the, the infamous uh, hot dog stand, right? There, your San Miguel, the Cachurcant from San Miguel. Um, so there was a stand there. And then on the, uh, the opposite side, there was an ice cream place called Muka. I had soft serve ice cream that was Murukja. Oh, the best. I cannot wait to go back there because I'm going to go directly to the Avenida and go directly to Muka and be like, excuse me, un grand mrakjo, slash Yeah. <laughs> uh, ice cream small. Yeah. Please, yeah. <laughs> right. do, I, do I see a future girls trip? Uh, yes, please. Yes. Oh, when you were talking about uh, to uh, Macaw? Yeah, right, yeah, Macaw. yeah. Macaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in on that. Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. (laughs) 
gonna take us two day two days mm-hmm. to travel there. Also, I wanna just interject with this. Um, I listened to the last two weeks the podcast. One was uh, the Pshina de Sampud, and the other one was uh, Pshina de Magula, right? I think. Um, and I'm just not social media media savvy. It takes me like 37 minutes to just try to make a post, and then I accidentally delete it, and I lose my mind. Um, but I really wanted to be like, look, it's called culture, and I'm listening to it in San Miguel, and I'm not going to do that, but uh, that's a core memory for me, because I'm just like, this is amazing. Look at my people, you know? Like you're in this place and we're talking yep. about the place. Yeah, yeah. It, was really, it was really fun. <laughs> like, where are my headphones? Did you bring my headphones? Like, yeah, I brought them. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm listening to the podcast. You're just the podcast. Like, don't bother me. I'm listening to the podcast. Keep your eye on the kid, okay? <laughs> and 11 luggages. <laughs> yeah. This is already in San Miguel. I've got no, I'll be sweating. <laughs> Did you try to haggle? at the local market and did you get a great deal or a good laugh out of it no ever deserved that okay no because two demons were out <laughs> there's no need to haggle no. If, when you are an american so the obviously the conversion right you're losing a little bit of money uh when you when you convert from american dollars to euros but the prices of things like we there was a small um market underneath the apartment that we were staying at because it was right on on the avenida and we we like played a guessing game because it was like oh just enough like snacks for the kids a little breakfast so that if they were hungry we didn't have to leave right away and we had two little carts full then they're smaller carts but nonetheless we there's no holes barred we just t- wine bottles of wine just a bunch of stuff I'm like how much do you think i'm like ah. it was like 60 it was oh, crazy wow. it was crazy and we went out to dinner with 14 of us. It was uh, my boyfriend's whole family, like, all the cousins, like our generation cousins uh, and the kids. We had appetizers. We ordered bottles of wine. People got dessert. We, uh, nobody ordered off the, you know, none of the kids ordered off the kids' menu. It was less than $250. Like, that, that's, we, I go out for a nice, a nice dinner and we're dropping two fifty. I know. It's like, so like that's a night out in prop. What do you mean? <laughs> like we we got it, and they're like, "No, you can't." He's like, he's like "No, you don't understand." <laughs> like I've prepared for this, and this right. is nothing. Look at what we just got for this. So no, there was no haggling. There was just ordering and eating and spending. <laughs> that was our favorite thing to do when we were out there. Was guess how much this all cost? Because it was so <laughs> shocking every time. This is why you people make no money. <laughs> that was like Thailand. That was the same thing. It's so cheap over there. So how come like certain countries it's so cheap and then others? They don't make the money that we make over here. That was the other thing. Like your doctors and lawyers are making like max 60K. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's great for them out there. Right. All I'm right. saying was. Because, you know, my boyfriend works from home. He's like, I'm not allowed to work outside of the United States. Like your, what is it? Your IP address? Oh, oh right, right, yeah. Whatever it is that like shows where you are or whatever. He's like, no, I'm not allowed to. I'm like, can you imagine? You just bring your computer. You set everything right. up. We're just living as English. <laughs> get your paycheck direct, direct deposited. And yeah, Seriously. Page. Page. We'd be living <laughs> like page. <laughs> 
That's what I kept I'm saying in Thailand. Dude, come to my cause, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Living like a king. Mm-hmm. It's just, you kind of already talked about this, but it's just funny. I just want you to hear that AI had this question for you. Did you encounter any mischievous seagulls? <laughs> yeah, seagulls. I, I need to ask my dad how to properly pronounce that because I'm just going with seagulls. Seagulls. Um, yeah, that was that was so fun. I, I at that point in the trip, um, what I was just like, it was almost euphoric for me. Like I'm in my dad's home village. My dad was there with me the views from everywhere were just incredible. So I'm like, all right, birds. Like if I was home in Fall River, like close the windows, shut the lights off. Don't let them know where we are. Right, right. You're just in a different mindset there. And I I woke up multiple times because again, all the windows are open. My my cousin um, redid the house. Their screens like magnetically closed shut and like retracted in. So they did have screens on the door, but Mm. all the windows were open. So I'm a light sleeper. And I just kept waking up to the sound of those birds and I like giggled to myself. I didn't care at all, you know? But yes, they're mischievous, foodie. They shouldn't do me. So AI is not smart enough to know this, but I know from us just having a little chit chat that your dad wasn't supposed to be on this trip with you because you just said you spent no. time with your dad in San Miguel. And I want you to tell us a little bit about how that came to be. Yeah. So, uh, we booked our trip in January, uh, and since January, uh, because my father is 79 years old, he had gone back for the first time in almost 50 years, uh, five years ago in 2018, he went back on his own with his girlfriend for three weeks. Um, and to him, that was enough that satisfied him and he had no intentions on going back. So when we planned the trip in January, I started really like, because it was, it was very important to me. I I really, I really wanted this to happen. I wanted him to come with me because the way it is over there, it's everybody knows everybody, especially when you're, you're from the same village and it's, you can actually knock on, on their door and say, Oh, I'm, I'm Gil Marx's daughter. And like, Oh yeah. Did you know him? Yeah. And everybody knows everybody, but I wanted him to do that. Like, he grew up there. I wanted him to show me the house that he grew up in. He was before this, he was trying to, he was showing me on YouTube. So it was like aerial views. And he's like, you see a cousin poof right across the street. Like, <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, this guy's really, he's really not coming. So I'm trying to remember directions. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? My dad's house is directly across the street from cousin poof. Like you can see where. Like, so this was. There's I mean, a canada. People living there was no oh who were the canada I was yeah like, canada canada <laughs> <laughs> yes there's a canada, canada right in front of the castle poof yes is that where the the house is? yeah it was trouncing by that house but so um i really it was really important to me. like i wanted i wanted pictures of us together and like my you know my daughter like this is gonna be like probably your only trip with your your grandfather and i i wanted to remember that um, and I, even when I was younger, I told this to everybody, if I wanted something, I wouldn't like cry and whine, scream for it. I would just ask incessantly. 
yeah. uh, just over and over again. And finally, he'd be like, okay, Connie, please. Like, get side to me, friend, okay? <laughs> so since January, I've been asking him and really like, come on, Dad. And no, Connie, I'm too old. The trip's too long. No, I already went back. Why do I have to go back? And I'm, you know, literally begging him. And the answer was no. And then I offered, because <laughs> his birthday is the end of May, and then there's Father's Day in mid-June. I was like, what if we bought your tickets? Are you yeah. going to not go? if I? In his eyes, uh, when I said, if I would have paid for the ticket, he was like, no. Like, I was like, okay, that's off the table. He will kill me. <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously, before my trip, I was just like, I, I had to accept it. And I, I was sad about it. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And I was like, okay. Uh, he came to see me up before the, the day we left, because we left that night. And I told him, I said, I'm going to knock on every single door in Agua Torta because you won't come with me and everybody's going to know that I'm there. Figa Jean is there, you know? <laughs> and he just laughed about it because um, little did I know that, because uh, we flew first was to mainland for the wedding. Uh, and then we were, uh, flew to San Miguel on the 10th. We were there for the whole week. And lo and behold, on the Sunday before we left, he showed up completely unannounced. He literally told no one. It's just so awesome because that's really how true, genuine surprises happen, right? Like you just right. don't tell anyone. He went to Sata on his own South Main Street in Fall River. Oh my God, that breaks my heart. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he was, oh, he, he was a, a G. He was a boss <laughs> man. Know, just wondering, like, I can't mark down passage, okay? <laughs> Also, a cool little fun fact that um, the flights were full. And uh, unfortunately for a few friends of mine that they were supposed to be there the same time as us for our second week. Uh, and we had chatted about it in April. Something came up that they had to cancel. So after my dad had originally gone to Sata to book the flight and there wasn't anything available, the man actually called him back and said, hey, there's, there's been a cancellation. And it ironically it happened to be my my friend because my friends canceled that became there, there were dad. seats available yep and he sat on the side of my friend's dad who was still going <laughs> and after we, we met up we ended up meeting up and the have meeting. he's like oh yeah my dad sat on the side of a, of a guy who was going to surprise his daughter I'm like it's me i'm the daughter he's surprised it's my dad <laughs> so yeah so he showed up we got my my best friend was still there she was they were flying out um Sunday night. So my dad got there Sunday morning and they got it on camera. I was sobbing, tears of oh. pure joy. It was the absolute surprise of a lifetime. I literally, from that point on, especially just walking around in his Fregsia, it, it was euphoric for me. I had wanted it for so long and I really didn't think it was going to happen. I came to terms with it. And then for it to just be like thrown at me in that fantastic way, it was great. It was the greatest. I'm still basking in it. Oh, it's like, my daddy awesome. loves me so much. Nunca <laughs> sabia. He'll never say it. No. <laughs> Tommy, I, I, I like you. <laughs> Is he still there? No, he, he back came back right? with but... us. Uh, actually, he had a direct flight. We had to go from Ponte Delgado to Lisbon. Lisbon oh, to crap. He so he got working. lucky. He was, that man knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. So you didn't tell anyone? He goes, no, it's a secret. It's a surprise. <laughs> like, Aww. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, I love was, that so Yeah, much. it was magnificent. I'll I'll send the video to you. You can have your little cry because uh, <laughs> I'm just like I showed my friend and I was rewatching it. I'm just like sobbing. This is the greatest ever. Did he have like a friend bring him to the airport to Boston? So he, this man, okay, like, I don't know, he went and got, he got a, an iPad a few years ago for Christmas and then a smart TV and forget it. He's just, <laughs> a, he can go wherever he wants. He knows everything. Um, he booked a service to the airport from, from home to the airport. And then uh, his girlfriend's nephew picked him up. So he was the only other person besides his girlfriend who knew that he was leaving. Like oh, no okay. family members, nothing. Nobody knew. Because also, yeah. he booked it a week a week and a half or less than two weeks prior to to coming so i mean there was no time to tell anyone like my cousins here they did they had no idea like oh my god so I, I posted that you know he showed up yeah it was great where did he stay so uh because our friends were staying with us we were on the avenida and they have he arrived on sunday morning they left sunday night so we had two extra bedrooms. So he stayed uh, with us that day. And then we moved to my friend's apartment, uh, which also had a bedroom for him. So there was three bedrooms, one for my boyfriend and I, our daughter, one for our daughter, and then for him. And, uh, you know, I could tell he had been pondering this from Sunday night into Monday. He's like, eh, so what about this? What if uh, tomorrow morning, meaning Monday, because he got there on Sunday, uh, you bring me Tagwechtorta, I stay there, and you come Wednesday, you spend the whole day there, we sleep in the Fajan, and then we go back Thursday night. I was like, okay, if you just wanted to go stay in your village, you could have just asked. But all right, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, sir? You can do whatever you want. You just cross the ocean to come surprise me, the surprise of a lifetime, whatever you want. Uh, so that's what we did. So, and that's why I hit up with a song, what, two, three times? Because on the way to Agua before we got there, he me got uh, Montega, Cage, Pop Sucks, couple pastries for breakfast, of course, a case of beer. So, yeah, so we, he ended up staying with his cousin. Same thing, she didn't know. She didn't know oh, he was wow, coming. Yeah. Knew. How do you know? Hi, oh, there he is with his mom. <laughs> And, and that's the thing not nothing like nothing was even like oh my house isn't ready or oh you can't stay with me it was like okay come on yeah not, no you didn't miss a beat that's yeah. such like honestly that's such like a testament to the portuguese mentality and my american ass husband could never he would no. be he would be out of sorts for the year if somebody did that to us and showed up unannounced with their mala ready to stay can you, over. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, you would bug out. Yeah. Like, no, no, you can't stay here. <laughs> right, right. But that's such a Portuguese thing to just be like, come on in. Oh, yeah. Come on in. Let's go. I'll go get the bed. We knocked on everybody. Nobody knew he was there. And he had, well, so he had stayed so he got there Monday, stayed Monday night and Tuesday night. We went up on Wednesday, but he he only just his cousin who lived right down the street that he had spent time with, he had got lunch with. But other than that, I mean, we literally knocked on everybody's door. We were up and down those streets, which very oddly, there was barely a, a couple stray cats. 
but barely any people, <laughs> a car or two. Like we were just out in the open. Mm. Five people just walking up and down the streets of the village and nobody said boo. <laughs> it was great. But knocking on the door and everybody, oh, look. Oh, you're here? Oh, it's your daughter? Come on, <laughs> your daughter? The, her, her daughter, her boyfriend, her mother-in-law? Come on in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone. You want a beer? Here's water. Busting out cakes and just everything. It was... I love no, it. Nobody was phased whatsoever. It's as if it happens every day. What I love so much about it specifically is that I feel like because we're from the same village, like you, it was like probably my family members because I'm probably. probably also your family member. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's only Absolutely, so many houses yeah. in the village. If you were knocking on all the doors. Yeah, I definitely was at your, <laughs> I had a cerveza at your prince. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You guys did figure out. You guys are related, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are related. It's my prima. <laughs> Querida. Visiting the country of your ancestors. Sorry, I need to preface. I was just looking at I that to, one. I, I need to preface that it's from AI, so I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> All right, number 11 from AI. And this is when I told it to start asking you questions from the perspective of not just a person who traveled to Portugal, but a Portuguese American who traveled <laughs> to Portugal to return to the homeland. So it started to ask these deeper questions. Okay. So this one is visiting the country of your ancestors can also challenge some assumptions or reveal surprises. Were there any aspects of Portugal that were different from what you expected? Yes. So Agua Torta was, uh, that was the, the main thing my whole life, uh, because my father was from there and it was, it was very poor. My idea, so I had visited uh, the island twice before, but both times when I went, I just went to the church of, of the village. So that's right when you get there, you don't, you don't really have to drive through the city. So I would just, I got out, I took pictures in front of the church and then left. So I hadn't explored the rest of the village. So I still, in my mind, my, my idea of Agua Torta was, you know, this, you know, I hate to say it, but like the slum of a village that was just broken down and worn and just crap, if you will. And getting there and seeing the views and the greenery and, and also experiencing the people and how welcoming they are and how well they take care of, of their things. Everything is clean. And, and they're, especially now, they're really trying to, to make it, they have the food festivals and, you know, the, the pool, the pop-up pool for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things was the Lion King mural um, at the park for the kids. I was like, what? What? The Lion characters. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking Mufasa, Simba, Rafiki, Nala. They're all there. It was amazing. <laughs> awesome. It's like, this is my Frexia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my idea was that it was this rundown place and the beauty of it completely overwhelmed me. I, I multiple times, I probably have a thousand pictures of the same view because I couldn't wrap my head around like, this is where you, you grew up. And I, I know I, <laughs> I don't mean to say it like this, but it's like, I know you grew up, you're real poor and uh, probably you grew up a little hungry, maybe. <laughs> but, 
If I had a phone like that, I would just look outside, drink a little agua, and look at the view. Like, oh, forget it. O que é que é um pedinho de fome? Não é nada. You know? Like, so, um, that was, was huge for me. Just like, this is agua retorta? Are you kidding me? This place is incredible. 360 views, just beautiful. Even on the sign um, <laughs> at the top of the the Freguesia, it's like yeah. their like little logo is like the most picturesque village in San Miguel. Like that's their little like slogan. I, I mean, I took a picture of that sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can confirm. But... So that's, it's like the most picturesque Freguesia there is what they say. And it is. It's incredible. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. So my, uh, my idea, I'll never look at Agua Shorta the same. It, you are, you are an up and coming village. You are it. I am pr- actually went to the Portuguese kids show in Ponce Delgada at, um, Coliseo. And oh, they're like, nice. oh, where's everybody from? And I just yelled as loud as I could, my obnoxious Fall River self. And I was like, Agua Shorta. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm from, baby. So this newfound sense of pride. Yeah, I'm from Agorthorta. Actually, yeah, I'm from It is. They just jumped across the ocean. Not when I've visited, but when my parents visit, because they tend to go in like the times for the fashta and stuff of Agorthorta. There's more Fall River people in Agorthorta than there are oh, yeah. people from Agorthorta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're walking around town and you're just seeing all the people from Fall River back and forth. You're away. like, oh. Like, it's my brain. <laughs> my dad will see like his neighbor from back home in yeah. the village. And then yeah. like, this is when my they're neighbor. here, they don't yeah. see each other, but they meet as in Agua because yeah. they're there for the fast Yeah. Right. It's so weird. I found a lot of people, or at least most of the people that, that I went and knocked on their door and they welcomed me with open arms. Uh, a lot of them spoke really well in English. And I was like, oh, like, did you learn that here? Like, how? And they, a lot of them had lived in America or Canada and they went back like something, even, you know, the village being what it was all those years ago, something still pulls you back. Right. And they, they made their life out there. They made their money and now they're living very comfortably in the village. And it's, it's awesome. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) hashtag goals, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm American dream out. I'm a dream, okay? I'm going, going back, back. Torta, torta. I love you, Connie. Trademark that, trademark that. So before we hopped on to press record, Connie and I were talking about how, like, at some point, I feel like the generation that's there, because it's, I would say if you were to do like demographics, it's probably like an aging demographic in the village, I would assume. And they're going to kind of, not to put it so bluntly, but they're going <laughs> to die. Gonna right, yeah, die. Listen, you're die. Portuguese. You're Portuguese. Be blunt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's kind of like you're gonna age out and what are you replacing it with like if you're not replacing it with anything it's like these villages are gonna like die off and that's where we come in we're gonna just have this revitalization we're gonna move over there 
Is that Sophia. as a uh, land in a fajon? It's a takeover, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Coming to a Fraxia near you. <laughs> I'll be at Agua's Paw. We have to spread out all over the island. Right. It's got to be yeah, not just Agua Strong, <laughs> it's all over the place. Except Punta Delgada, they're doing fine. <laughs> yeah, that's all, I, that's all my mother talks about. How Punta Delgada is today. Yeah, hustle and bustle. Yeah, that's all she talks about. We were in Newport <laughs> the other day, and she's like, ah. Oh. He said, Guadalupe for the Delgada. <laughs> all I can hear is all she kept talking about. Little ocean town. Ah, much more closer. Yeah. I mean, it must be, there must be some connection because when my Vavo goes to Newport, she's drinking the water. <laughs> like she goes up on the rocks and it must remind her of being on the island. Like the Espadra yeah. Jolie to Niagara. Because it's not like sand. What's the, that park there where they do the kite? Breton Point. You go pick Karamuj amongst the rocks or whatever. Right, right. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And my Vavo would go there and she'd, she'd sniff the water as soon as she got there. <laughs> and then she'd start splashing it on her face like it was like it reminded her of the homeland. So we go all the way down to Pajon de Calion. It's obviously like right at the bottom. So Aguatorza is like one of the highest points at the end of the, the island. Um, and you can actually, from up there, you can see Santa Maria. On a, a clear day, and it it isn't. It, it made me understand why my father was born on an island and didn't know how to swim. Was because there's no sand where he is. It's Fajon Kalyal, and Kalyal is means big rocks. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, yep. I was like, wow, this makes so much sense. So <laughs> many big rocks, <laughs> and they're not just like like little guys, like big ones, right? So they're just like the whole shoreline is full of them. So we're at. We're at the little cottage and, you know, again, I am in a euphoric state of mind. My dad and daughter are going to go to the, as close to the water as they can. They're going to throw rocks. I'm going to record it. I'm going to capture this. I'm going to go join in. I am ready for this. Uh, I have a bed knee because I had a one-person in February. So I was like, I'm going to take off my flip-flop and we'll put some sneakers on. So in the time that I take to do this, they're already like a little bit ahead of me and my boyfriend's behind me and he's uh, very anxious for everything. Um, so my dad starts going and he just tells later, he goes, follow me. And he duck, 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 just rapidly, like rapid fire is almost like hopping on these rocks and I'm behind them and I'm starting my journey and I'm pressing and making sure that they're not moving because I'm terrified that I'm going to like one wrong move and I'm going to pop my knee out and that's it. And my boyfriend's behind me and goes, Tony, your father, tell him not stop it. And I was like, what do you want me to do? First of all, that man is already at the water and I need to learn how to do what he just did. And he turns back because he hears him screaming. And I'm just like, well, what do you mean? Like, what are you, what are you doing? He turns back to me and goes, you have to go fast. You can't take too much time. You take too much time. The rocks move. Look, I'm already here. <laughs> so matter of fact, I'm like, the man's right. And then my daughter <laughs> following suit. And then they were. I also have great pictures of that. And now they're, they're taking the smaller rocks near the shore and they're throwing who can throw farther. And I'm like, all right. This man is just it. <laughs> so it's like he reverted to his like boyhood self because he probably did that a thousand times. A thousand like times. Because he's right. So you cute. can't spend a lot of time because even if it moves, 
you're already on to the next one. Yeah. So yeah, I got yeah. I got my bearings. I made it there. But yeah, th- over there, you cannot swim in that water. It's just ginormous rocks. The waves are no fucking joke either. Like the way yeah. they're crash, that ocean crashes along there and you're oh, like, yeah. oh, that's some serious fucking shit. You're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Like yeah. there's yep. nothing else breaking these waves, but this island. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, I mean, it's very different swimming in a pool and swimming in the ocean. But yeah, same thing. I would always be like, we, growing up, we had a pool. And I'm like, why, like, why don't you swim? I don't know how to swim. Like, but weren't you born on an island? Yeah. <laughs> so. That's okay. always our response. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're probably like, if you kids only understood. Yeah. That's big rocks, okay? <laughs> and a cliff. I'm not going to go about the cliff. <laughs> to swim? No, thank you. I they used to have to like ride a donkey to get down there. Right. No joke, like they didn't have a car. Like they were like, yeah, you couldn't even get down to the water from where they were. It was it was a trek. It was mm-hmm. crazy. So even with the road that they have to go down there now, we know it's very steep, super steep to get down there. But speaking of the rocks, they literally have to put the like netting. Did you cage see the netting? netting. The cage? Yeah, because all the rocks roll off. And they're Danger. all in the road. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, look at the canyons. Because <laughs> I learned the word. So now I'm like, oh, meet a dude in canyons. <laughs> and we were talking about this before we pressed record that I always grew up, my parents would call it the fission. And I thought it was like, like a bean, like the fission. Yeah. And then I <laughs> got there and I saw the sign and I'm like, that's not what that says. It says like faja, like F A J A. Fision. What's the (laughs) sign above the A? Is it like the just right? So Fajan would be above the AO, and Fajan is just above the A. Mm. I don't know what that's called. The thing underneath the C is a cedilla, but I don't know what the top (laughs) thing is. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't know when I was like, Dad, we're going down to the Fajon. How do we get down to the Fajon? And he's taking me there. And I'm like, no, that's the Faja de Collion. I don't know <laughs> where that is, but that's not where we're going. We're going to the Fajon. So we're not going that way. So I don't know what Faja means or Fajon, however they say it. But, but, but all the villages had one of their own. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, not not all of them, but like this was the Faja Collion, and then they had the Faja de whatever somewhere oh. else. You know, like it was all like different versions of it. I mean, it makes like, sense. But what does it well, mean? So, uh, in Ponta Delgada, my boyfriend's aunt lives in Fajon Sima, and there's a Fajon Bosch. So, what does what it mean? What a Fajon is? I don't know. What does it all mean? And, and a Lomba. <laughs> What's the Lomba? The Lomba is another Lomba, one. Lomba. Lomba. Lomba is a smaller village. So the number of people is not equivalent to what the, the Fragzira Vila is. So it's Lomba. Yes. Lomba was like, when I went through a Lomba, it was like one street. Yes. Yeah, so one much street smaller. with houses on Ex- both sides. And exactly. Just, that's the Lomba, whatever. Yes. So it's even smaller than the village or Fragzira or whatever. But what's a Faj? Fajin. <laughs> well, I know my Faja. <laughs> I can ask my Faja what Faja means. <laughs> but that's funny because he did. I I don't know why I didn't question that. Like, what's Faja de Cayo? 
like, oh, Collioz, big rocks. I'm like, oh, cool. But I didn't be like, well, what's, what's Fajon? Because I too called it Fajon for a very long time. <laughs> but when I type it in to translate it, there's it like no translation. Like it just, it gives me F-A-J-A in English. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Faja. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask. And Lomba, you're going to die. Lomba <laughs> means hump. <laughs> oh, <laughs> those sick freaks. That's the outcasts. All they do is hump. Send them over there. Like it's like a hump, like on the hill. The hump. Oh. <laughs> Get out of the gutter, Connie. <laughs> Okay, so there, that makes sense. So it's the little guy with the hump. It's not the little mountain. Yeah. It's just a little boop. Still don't know. Listeners, if you have any input or insight on the Fijon situation, <laughs> let us Please know. help us. We really want to know. Oh, I can't wait to go again. I, I'm not going to get back to San Miguel this year, but I, I will go to the mainland. It's not the same, though. I feel like you were talking a little bit about this, that it's just there's a different vibe and a different feeling being in San Miguel. It is. It's, it's completely different. And I really enjoyed mainland. I loved our time you know, exploring food, and I've been to Lisbon, and I absolutely loved it. I don't know. There's something, for me, there's something just magical about San Miguel. Their way of life, like it is, the joke is, you know, time. No, nobody's in a rush. Everybody's got all the time mm. in the world. And it is. It's just that island life mentality. But it's also different because they're so welcoming. And like so many of them speak port- uh, speak English. We were ordering food and I'm here like, I'm going to practice my Portuguese and I'm going to order everything in Portuguese. And I'm like, oh, um, we talk mal passado, swash for food. And they're like, okay, we talk. You want that um, media, uh, you want that rare? Yeah, are you sure? Okay. You want wine? Like, w- wait a minute. I'm trying to practice here. You know? <laughs> Do I look American yeah, to you? But yeah. also, really good. That's that's great pronunciation. <laughs> Speak English very well. Are you talking about in the mainland or or both? More in uh, in San Miguel, but also I had that experience in um, in Port. And when we were in Port, um, they definitely. It was, you know, we were right on the river and there was a lot of restaurants and shops. So I'm assuming that that was the more touristy area. So people spoke more English. English really wasn't that big of a problem. It was a problem for my friends who couldn't speak Portuguese when the Uber guy got there. But that's <laughs> that Uber. <was> time. <laughs> right, right. The one, the one time you really needed to be able to speak Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right, when you're trying to get to a destination, <laughs> not when you're just trying to get your beef ben posade. <laughs> I don't know. When you use Portuguese, you just feel like an inherent connection to them. Like you feel like you're not an outsider. Like you feel like you belong. Or like, oh, yeah, I might be here on vacation, but like, oh, I'm one of you, you know? Yeah. Right. And that happened a couple of times where I'd either ask a question or we were in the store, like the um, souvenir store shop, and I asked a question and they like kind of looked at me like, oh, and then started speaking to me in Portuguese. Like, yes, that's what I want. I want you to talk to me in Portuguese so that I can know that you understand me. I can practice and keep it going because I want to speak Portuguese here. I definitely feel like I'm going to be feel more of an outsider in the continent than I did in San Miguel for sure. Here's a quick little tidbit. Um, you, they will definitely know that you are from the island <laughs> within seconds. Okay, so we land in Lisbon. Uh, we are 
getting out of the airport, we're getting to the train station because we had our our train booked to get to Queenbeth. And we had plenty of time, so we weren't really in a rush. We stopped and grabbed sandwiches and stuff. And then we're to, it was about like 20 minutes left until our, our train ride. But people come up and they're, they start trying to sell you like perfumes or whatever. They had things in bags. And one of the guys came up, it was like the third guy. And my mother-in-law, who is from San Miguel, uh, she visits often. She speaks fluent Portuguese. You know, I mean, she worked for the Portuguese bank. So, I mean, her Portuguese <laughs> is, super, in my eyes, superb, right? Yeah. And she literally, the guy just comes up and he starts trying to sell her this stuff. And I'm sitting on the side of her and he looked at her. She looked at him and she said, no obrigada. And he looks at her and he goes, a sera Nicolás? Like, and I looked at her, looked at him and was like, but what? You just said no obrigada. Like, what? How? It it was baffling. And that happened not in that extreme sense, but it happened a lot more like just in conversation. And for me, like we know the difference between mainland Portuguese and, and Nicolas, right? I, their cadence is different, the pronunciation, all the things. But for certain sentences, I mean, no obrigada? I don't know. How do you say that in continent? <laughs> it's the same thing to me. And it was it was crazy that they they very much know people who who are from mainland and from the island and still live there. They pick it up like that. Damn, they just know. Yeah. Wow. It was wild. <laughs> and so for her, she's she's like native Michelin's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then we open our mouths and they're like. <laughs> Unbelievable! Get out! Like, what is this? (laughs) Fall River mixed with Nicolan. Hold on, I'm gonna go to the Ashtua. Let me grab my (laughs) jacata. I'm gonna fill my bashkita. So many things that I'm still learning. Like, what? That's not a word. Are you kidding me? I feel like they didn't know it was a word. Like, because our parents didn't get the benefit of like having the well-rounded education and being around yeah. people who spoke loja? language. Wow. You ever hear the, the word loja until you got to Portuguese in eighth grade? No. And they were like, loja is store. And I was like, uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. Ishtua. And they'd know. Like, and then go home like, dad, do you know that they're telling me this? Like, oh, oh, I don't know. Well, yes, you do. <laughs> Someone's like, Oh God, I'm, I've lied my whole life, to, or my, my child's whole life. <laughs> She's going to know. And then sometimes when I, when I discover, even now in adulthood, I discover the right word for something. Like I'll go to my dad and I'll be like, dad, did you know this was the word for this? He goes, oh yeah, yeah. That's the word for that. No, Sabiish. No, Sabiish. Yeah, that's a lot of those. I get that a lot too. Yeah, I guess oh, that's yeah, the yeah. word. You're like, what do you guess? Yeah. You guess that's the word. Like. I'm like, I don't think you freaking knew what it was. <laughs> Plazeta? Plazeta. Let's ask Connie this one because we had your dad, Kelly, trying to spell... Um, Tadaksh. 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 Like the Tadaksh. Yeah. Cartoons? Like Tadaksh. Toys? Like, like a toy. Yeah. Tadaksh. Yeah. Your toys. It's Stuffed not a word. animals. It's very versatile. It's not a word. What about cartoons? What's Mac cartoons in Portuguese? Mac a cage. That's McDonald's. What do you mean? 
Mecha games. Oh, really? What do you call cartoons? I don't know. <laughs> wait, wait. So this you. isn't confirmed. This is not like. What's the actual translation of the word oh. cartoons? All right, well, the actual translation, we don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Well, I was just going to look it up. I am but we, right we called it growing up Mecca Cage. Like, oh, don't go watch your Mecca Cage. Cartoons. Zanj animados. Oh, my God. That's the continent. Don't love Zanj animados. Oh, my God. <laughs> Connie fits right in in the continent. <laughs> it's, people aren't even going to know that was Connie talking. They're going to think I hit play on the <laughs> Google Translator. I think um, in my household, uh, Tadax were also cartoons. Tadax were also cartoons. Tadax knew television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Television, yeah. that's not a word either. <laughs> no. Television. Television, yeah. Nunca. But is that even Televis. the proper way? I believe Televiso. so. God, I hope so. Because if not, I'm still doing this real wrong. <laughs> Hell, vision. This just evolved into a language lesson. Yes, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for staying on and listening to yeah. the bar. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We're yeah. just learning with all of you. Yeah, this is. We're, we're wrapping it up. But television <laughs> is a word. Okay. Television. But television. Well, did <laughs> you remember that? Right. Television. Yeah. I still. I still call it television. Yeah. I, I have to very consciously be like, oh, I need to say, if I'm talking to like my patients, I say loja because I'm like, I should stop using the word ishtua. But and when I'm home, it's like when I'm dropping my R's and I, I try to speak properly when I'm home. Like, I'm, no, I'm not talking properly. I'm from Fall River. I don't talk. I talk like this. The one that kills me is refrigerator. Frigerator. <laughs> what? <laughs> I say grief. The kind of waiter at a bar. Who's that? The fridge waiter? Oh, he sounds hot. Yeah. Ooh, we got a new fridge waiter. <laughs> he sounds hot. Fridge waiter. Yeah. I mean, like, again, it, it just comes so naturally that if I'm talking, oh, yeah. imagine fridge waiter, blah, 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 all the things. And it just. They drop the teas. Some of these don't surprise me because like refrigerator, my family immigrated to America before the refrigerator was invented. Solid point. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they yep. didn't have a refrigerator. They had a little canister that they would pack meat in there with salt on it. Yes. That was the way yeah, to cure their meats, to protect it from going bad. Yeah, that makes so much sense. That's a good point. So, yeah. So things like that, I understand. So they were, like, you didn't have a word for it because it didn't fucking exist. Yeah. You know? So they're here and they're like, oh, fri- refrigerator. Refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To refrigerator. Okay. Daddy, what's this? Refrigerator. Yeah. So it's an English word that they're trying to say with a Portuguese accent, and we've taken it as a Portuguese word. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Because we also were never corrected. I mean, I know that they were here, so they didn't have to, you know, after refrigerators were available in the island, they didn't go back and be like, oh, this is the correct word. Because you're right. To them, that's how they learned it, and that's what it was. 
but and I'm trying to think of like all of the words though, like closet. They didn't have fucking closets. They had like a one room house. Like, they had nothing. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even have floors. It was dirt. <laughs> right. So like the words that they don't know how to say, it's because they yeah, didn't right. have those. Closeta. Yeah. Nobody had a closet. S- snow. Usino. 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 Because <laughs> they didn't have snow. <laughs> it's all things they didn't have. That's why they didn't know the words. Oh, yeah. And the loja, the village that we're from, there was no loja. Nothing. Hello. No. So they come to America, Tonti Stua. What is the Stua? Ui Stua. Oh, they added the E before the E Stua? Why yeah, isn't it not stu- just the yeah. Stua? Yeah. Where you go, the Stua? Ui Stua. E Stua, yeah. I like it. <laughs> this is, this is going to be like one of the things that we ask our Portuguese speaking guests. We need to see what team you're on. Are you Team Vassoura or Team Basura? Whole life. Basurda. B. Okay. With the B as in B. boy. With a B, correct. Yes. Yes. Then I met a uh, current boyfriend that I've been with for 13 years who is, <laughs> uh, you know, very prim and proper in his Portuguese ways. And uh, his family really like the way they show that they love you is uh, they uh, verbally attack you when you say something incorrectly in Portuguese uh, and they mean oh. all in love. Um, oh, that's how I learned that it was. <laughs> Uh, in fact, the Serta. So now my daughter was sweeping up today and I was like, grab the the Serta. I very consciously, I'm like, the Serta. Again, I don't, I, why? Well, that yeah. one is like super interesting though, because that one is not like an American bastardization. Like people in Portugal say Baserta and Baserta. They do. Yeah, they they switch their B's and V's. Yes. Okay. So that's that's not an American thing. That's also like with Mexican. I just know like being like I just remember because the guy was uh, incredible and uh, he worked for Apple Vacations and he was like, "Welcome to Apple Vacations," <laughs> right? So it, it is that there are V's and B's. Yes, swapped. It's like yes. that's common. So <laughs> he was fantastic. I loved him. I was like, oh, wow, they always pronounce their V's it's, in the V, so. It's a vacation with your significant other, with your bae. <laughs> <laughs> that was so many years ago. He probably started the whole vacation thing and didn't even know. Get <laughs> dog, you didn't trademark it. <laughs> I love when Connie speaks Portuguese. Connie, yes. Connie is way better at Portuguese um speaking impersonations yes. yeah very uh, good thanks Spot to on. my dad <laughs> we love that well we thank you so much for joining us and it's telling been us my about absolute your trip. pleasure we hope our listeners enjoy we know they do because they're gonna just crack up because we get such joy out of listening to you so i know that they will too uh it's an absolute pleasure to be on with you guys again uh, and this time, especially right off the boat, so fresh uh, out of the immersion of culture. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, we still don't have a name for the listeners, right? But I know AI was like messing around. I did. <laughs> That's the right. Yes, I did. We had alien aliens deal. for a little while. <laughs> aliens and, uh, are hot right now. No. I know. I know. Yes. They were just talking about it in the Senate, and they That's... confirmed the existence of non-human yeah. <laughs> bi- biota. <laughs> the whistleblower. I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we got one vote for aliens over yeah, here. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> so to all you aliens out there, uh, 
been a pleasure chatting with you. <laughs> and uh, I love you guys. I absolutely love the podcast. I listen every week. I look forward to every, uh, and again, I, I always want to write my review. I'm just not good at social media deals. <laughs> so I'm going to write my review and then you're going to tell me how to, how to post it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right we'll, we'll do that. Oh, all we right. love you too. Right. We love, love you so much. Thanks guys. Thank you guys.